0: Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. Football season is getting close. We're like 40 days away, something like that. Getting close. You know what happens this football season, tailgating, all that stuff. Keep in mind, don't drink and drive. Don't do none of that. Uh, But if you do, find yourself needing legal representation. Marcos Garza and his law firm supports the podcast. They support Reed's Ranch, and they are East Tennessee's top DUI, criminal defense, and personal injury lawyer. GarzaLaw.com 865-540-8300 Don't say guilty, say Garza Alright, let's get to the episode I mean, this is the last stand You're listening to The Unfiltered
1: Well, I hate to say I told you so There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers (laughs) But I told you so Hey, I told you so the controversial he's the dumbass he can't do math he's an idiot he gets his haircut at walmart look at that
0: shitty haircut. the realest podcast in the southeast let the dogs loose woo, woo. let the goons be goons 11 in a row 11 in a row 11 in a row enough eh, eh,
2: 38 in
0: a row as been 38 on Ezra point when we were whipping that ass ranch gang stand up The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with
1: Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. All
0: right, another edition of Reed's Ranch. I feel like we've been talking a lot lately. It means football season's close. It's right around the corner. July 30th, we're here on a Tuesday evening. Seth Hughes is down in the beautiful, sweaty Alabama what's up john nothing man what are you doing just
1: talking to my buddy it's good to hear you it's good to hear you it's nice to only have to wait two days to, to hear your voice again
0: i know we put up the uh the mailbag episode on sunday if you haven't listened to it yet go do so um otherwise man let's just uh get rolling all right where do you want to start uh what's on your mind tell me what's on your mind well, I'm getting real tired of
1: Texas A&M's recruiting. Okay, what 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 happened? Well, they flipped the big time safety commit we had. Has he officially committed to them? I don't know. I mean, it's they're why he they're why he decommitted.
0: Okay, I was gonna say I saw this weekend. He said he's 100 percent open now. We're talking about Antonio Johnson. Yeah. He was on a visit to Texas A&M this weekend, so I mean, seems to be uh, connected. I saw some people in his mentions. Trying to convince him to go to the home state, you know, Illinois.
1: <laughs> yeah, good luck.
0: Yeah, I'd imagine he's not going to Illinois.
1: Yeah. I I don't think so. Um, I mean, you got that. You got we're in a battle for Chris Morris, arguably the number one player in the state of Tennessee. An offensive guard is a battle between us and AM. Why? Why is AM like why are they they got the linebacker from West Tennessee last year. They got Haynes King, like at least Haynes King made sense. It doesn't make any sense for this awesome offensive lineman from the state of Tennessee for us to have to be battling to the death against the gay-ass Aggies of Texas A&M. Need, you say it's 2019, we don't say that anymore, but we know the things that the Aggies do. That's why I didn't say it. And it's weird. And why are we having to battle them for instead? That's why I didn't kids? say I'm it. Tired of it. Like Austin Thomas, who nobody would hire, goes to A and and then it's going to be a pain in our ass. Of course. Didn't LSU? Didn't you just end up telling Austin Thomas to to go?
0: I forgot about that guy.
1: And then we hired him, and then he wanted too much, so we were like, "No, we're good." Then Ole Miss like, tried so. for like a month to come to terms with him before Russ Bo- before Ross Bork went public and was like, "We're not hiring this guy." Like he is a, like a huge asshole by all accounts. Like me and you have talked to one of his close friends who has told us before that like he's burnt nearly every bridge he has left in college football. But he finds one at A and and he proceeds to just be a pain in our side. Like it's not even about the safety. Like defensive back is the one position that we could probably take a big time decommitment at.
0: Yeah, I feel like we've commit uh, I feel like we've recruited there pretty good the last couple of years. We got Keyshawn Lawrence. From Ensworth, uh, so I mean we got an in-state guy who's better than him. Yeah,
1: we got McCullough last year. We have Trayvon Flowers who's going to be healthy this year that people don't talk about, who I think is going to be really good. Unless we forget, we have Nigel Warrior. But of course, they only have him for one more season. Sadly, can't wait to see that highlight reel from this fall.
0: Uh, who's been more disappointing so far, Nigel or Todd Kelly?
1: Oof. I don't know. Like how? Like I, you know, you've talked. There's no telling how many times you've talked about this play specifically. But like the most disappointing thing ever of all time was that Todd Kelly didn't house that that interception. It was the easiest pick six in the world, and he fell down.
0: God.
1: Like we win that game, right?
0: Yeah, but at least he's got the interception.
1: At least he's got the interception. What is Nigel? Warner he had the done? big
0: interception against Florida too. Whenever you know we were scoring 38 in a row. After we took the lead, the very next play they come out and he gets an interception. So I mean he he has two pretty good moments. Nigel Warrior has the pick six against M- Missouri uh, when we got beat, you know, fifty to sixteen or fifty to seventeen or whatever. At,
1: I don't even remember that at
0: Missouri two years ago. Whenever we started, uh, what's his name? What was that? Oh, what was that kid's name? We started quarterback
1: McBride. Yeah,
0: whenever McBride started, I believe uh, I believe Nigel Warrior had a pick six that game
1: you know like i feel like todd kelly for as much as he drove us crazy like his issue was that his body just gave out on him more or less like he would have been a like he had some decent time he had some decent plays like yeah he wasn't athletic enough but like his body just kind of gave out on him his knees did like that's not the case with nigel warrior nigel warrior should be awesome
0: yeah, there was that one play last year. Was it against Georgia where he just made a business decision to like not even try to get out and tackle anybody?
1: Yeah, it was on, on, the, go- on the touchdown by Nauta. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I thought it was on the fumble play where Daryl Taylor stripped from and Nauta picked it up and was running into the end zone and Warrior just kind of pulled up.
0: I mean, that might have happened too, but I'm pretty sure there's another one at the goal line where either Fields or one of their running backs was running to the left and Warrior just didn't even like really care. Yeah, he still got a year left, though. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We're looking forward to it with bated breath.
0: I do hate Texas A and M, though. Like, I mean they they are weirdos.
1: They're weirdos. I'm so tired of them. Who's
0: signing up to let their kid go to Texas A and M? Do they not have the internet? Do they not have Google? Are they still rocking ass Jeeves? Like, here's
1: what we need to do. We need to send Haynes King, Antonio Johnson, the Morris kid. We need to send all these guys that are down to Vols and Aggies, and we need to send them those we just need to send them links to web pages talking about how their fans are masturbating into mason jars. That's all we have to do. Haynes King will flip to Tennessee.
0: Can I please get a motion? Well, first of all, I'm Team Bailey, so I don't really care about that, but Uh, Can I get a motion to uh, make this the one exception about tweeting recruits? Can we uh, can we tweet the recruits (laughs) and say you don't want to go there? They drink each other's cum.
1: It seems it seems fair to me. I mean, we don't you don't even have to get into the jar thing. You just just watch their yell leaders. That's enough to not want anything to do with these weirdos.
0: Let's at least start tweeting recruits. Just screenshots of the article. Just wanted to let you know what you're getting yourself into. I, just a little food for thought. That's, that supersedes tweeting recruits, in my opinion.
1: Just, just wanting you to – just. I don't think it's weird to tweet recruits about cum
0: either. <laughs> that's a fair point by Bob. It's for their own safety. I'm I, I, Maybe don't include anything on the tweet other than a picture. Just be like, hey, just thought you should know.
1: We're just we just want everybody to see both sides.
0: Yeah, we're 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 trying to help the kids out. We're doing our due diligence. Colts are bad. I've seen Midsummer. I don't know if you have, but Colts are bad. I have not seen it. Is it good? I liked it. It's weird. How was I doubt how I was Hannibal. Buress? I doubt I ever watch it again, but it it was good. It's worth watching. How was Hannibal? Burris? He was funny.
1: Good, I'm glad. Did y'all have a good time?
0: Yeah, it was a little weird to be doing it on a Monday. Like, today felt weird, but it was fun. I had a good time. Did you see Brother Neasy? I did. I also, I, also saw, I also saw my brother.
1: Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad. Just, just random.
0: I didn't either. I just saw him at the bar. <laughs> like, the bar at the venue. I was walking out asking uh, <laughs> asking an usher if there was a bathroom downstairs, and my brother said, yeah, it's right over there. And I was like, whoa, what's up, man? <laughs> And then his seat was like three seats over from ours. Neasy and his, oh, cool. Neasy and his queen, their seats were right behind us.
1: That's good. How weird is
0: that? We didn't even plan it. Our seats were just right next to each other's. Sounds like a good night. He was sitting right behind me.
1: Sounds like a good night. But, yeah, Texas a weird. I hate them. Their fans are weird.
0: Now, can you fill me in on the spin about uh, – because, you know, this – this Antonio Johnson guy was a package deal. Yeah. With the offensive lineman from his same school, uh, Javante Spragans. Yes. Spragans is roughly a top one thousand prospect. Yeah. So I tweeted out, "Look, man, if the if the if the top one hundred and fifty players got to go, so does his buddy." And then I was met by a bunch of people who follow recruiting saying, "You're wrong. Spragans is actually better." I was like, well, first of all, I'm not wrong. I'm just reading the rankings. I, I'm not wrong. I haven't watched the film of these guys. I haven't given you this ranking. I'm not wrong. First of all, I'm making a joke. Second of all, I'm not wrong. Third of all, what the hell's happening? Is this guy actually good? Like, are you familiar with this at all?
1: Uh, The Spragans guy, I think, has blown up from what I've understood.
0: Okay, because when what I looked I at his offer list, it still was pretty shitty. Um. At least on the, his two four seven profile, it was still like us, Illinois, Central Michigan,
1: shit like that. Uh, yeah, I think since we offered him, he's kind of gotten big. They have no—I know they have no intentions of ever letting him go anywhere. They love him. Okay, that is straight from Hubs and the guys at Vault Now, I don't know about his ranking or anything. I know that after he got after he committed to Tennessee. He went to a camp and was basically unstoppable. And he got a bunch of, he got like a flurry of offers after that. I don't know about his rating or anything. I just know I did read earlier this week the Valkwest guys say that they're not letting him go. Regardless of Antonio Johnson, they're keeping the
0: Spragans guy.
1: They want him at guard. So.
0: Now, just for the sake of fairness, if this guy was A, from Tennessee, or B, posted a picture with a chain around his neck and a baseball bat, I would love it. Yeah. So maybe I'm not being fair to him.
1: Yeah, there's another, like, there's another, it's, I was reading some stuff. They want this, they, the and if, like, if you would talk about that some of, like, the guys that are tweeting at you would probably say that, the coaches don't really care that much about the Antonio Johnson guy decommitting. That's because they want this Mordecai McDaniel safety from Washington D.C. who is down to Tennessee and Penn State that we might get. Who I, gotta, I guess people say, I got a. I, I don't know. I got I a couple. I,
0: I, I got a couple articles and screenshots. We can tweet him too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that took a second.
0: motion to be allowed to also tweet that guy screenshots of some things
1: that's that's definitely fair that's definitely fair
0: hey not sure if you uh if you're familiar with this but just wanted to share still you just
1: want these guys still your decision still
0: your decision though you got to include that on there still your decision
1: embrace a little debate that's all we're trying to do so yeah they think that offensive guard is really good for whatever it's
0: worth Okay. Okay. So, I'm starting to get fired up. We're like a we're like a month away, man. Buddy, I know it's gonna be 28 days this Saturday. Like football practice starts this week. Does it really? Yeah, for like, the balls. Yeah, like uh, I believe it starts Saturday. Awesome. If I'm not mis- yeah, I'm really. If I'm not mistaken, it starts Saturday. Like uh the media days, is on Tuesday or excuse me on Friday. Sorry, I don't know why the hell I said Tuesday because today's Tuesday. Starts on Friday and then i believe they are practicing boom right there uh right there on saturday awesome so what's about that time
1: i am looking on wall right now and one of the uh message topics is the junkyard dog
0: um did they uh, did they give us credit for it or, or
1: they did not give us credit? They did not give us credit, but you memed another nickname into existence.
0: Like first moose, now this. At some point, someone's got to come up off some money.
1: Did you see the pictures of him that he tweeted today?
0: Of who? No, I haven't seen any pictures.
1: Of junkyard dog, junkyard, <laughs> junkyard dog tweeted his uh, his game day pictures today. Like they had their team pictures. Okay. I guess, today.
0: Okay.
1: Um he's he's a stout young man we're just gonna say that uh i imagine that it's it's hard to move elijah simmons i just posted in the discord um he's 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 very stout holy shit <laughs> you're not gonna move him out of the way so they say he's the strongest player on the team I'm going to cry tears laughing the first time he gets a tackle, John.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, me too. If you're in the if you're in the if you're in the building, if you're in Nealon, you have to so his family. You have to start barking.
1: <laughs> we have to. It, we must, <laughs> right? <laughs> we must. It's not it's not it's not like it's not gay, like the Georgia fans barking. This is a different kind of bark.
0: We're barking for the junkyard dog. That is correct. It is not the same thing. You can bark for Jawan Jennings and Elijah Simmons. That's it. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. I love. And this is what I, he, he's I, what he's, I, he's, he's he's lost like forty pounds. I can't get over <laughs> the picture of him and all the all the linemen eating together, and he's the only one basically who didn't need it to go bucks. <laughs> <laughs> They're all. They all got carry out. He's like, nah, I'm good. This guy is already a legend. He's already a legend. We've already devoted two podcasts to him. I don't know how I feel about him rocking number fifty-one. To be honest, shades of Drew Richmond. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that at all. Although this guy is the antithesis of Drew Richman. Right? Three star. He, been, yeah. Ready to come in. Gonna work. Yeah. Gonna he should be gonna he should outperform be like his star. Like- yeah. Like Bob says, it should be like number 99. 99, 95. I don't know anything other than 51. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I wonder how he got that number. But man, it's going to be Do awful you think? Like, uh, just hear me out. Hear me out. Is it possible that he was like, you know what? Juwan Jennings is a dog, he's number 15. I'm gonna go with the uh, the opposite, fifty-one. Is it possible? Well, Is it possible?
1: We're gonna make this become a uh, an urban myth about the JYD.
0: I am the JYD. I'm gonna go with the inverse of Juwan Jennings. Is it possible?
1: I think it's true. We're gonna we're gonna meme that into existence too. The junkyard dog. Everybody calls him that now.
0: It's just weird. Look, I don't want to. Uh, I don't need credit for it. We don't need credit for it. I mean, I would like it. It's fine. But for all the people on VolQuest who talk shit about us, like they sure do enjoy using our material. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The posters, not the not the. You know, you know Jesse's my guy. He caught in the junkyard dog. He's paying homage. He he shouted down the radio show. He's like, hey, that's yours. He knows. The posters is who I'm talking about because they're always talking shit about us. Just wondering. He is a big boy. Like, can we – no offense to John Mincy. No offense to John Mincy.
1: (laughs) John Mincy, speaking of – Go ahead, go
0: ahead. Can we just like take his number ninety nine and be like, sorry, you've been number cucked. Like you're that's that's not your number anymore.
1: <laughs> number cucked.
0: <laughs> put him in like put him in like sixty two or something.
1: <laughs> I was re- speaking. I was reading the five to thrive second year Voss who could break out in two thousand nineteen on Vault and number three is John Mincy. I'm like. Who is John Mincy? Last year he played in five games and he had five tackles and a sack. He would have played more had it not been for a freak elbow injury that occurred in pregame warm ups. <laughs> what? Look,
0: I'm not picking guy? on I'm not picking on the guy. I don't know who the hell the guy is. All I'm gonna say is He broke his elbow against Florida. All I'm gonna say is I'm according to the stats just posted in the Discord, I believe it was AJ. Shout out to AJ. I'm not buying a breakout star being 6'3", 271 pounds on the de- at defensive tackle.
1: Yeah, I'm out on defensive tackles that have that have have a history of broken elbows.
0: A hey, broken elbow. I, How do you break focused, an elbow? I'm focused on the two hundred and seventy one pounds. Not media enough for me. No, he's not. He's not media enough. What does he do? And how did he break an elbow? Again, not picking on the guy. He's a big guy. I'm just, nothing personal if you're listening to John Mincy. (laughs) That, this is just entertainment, you know?
1: Fielding a punt?
0: That can't be true.
1: No way.
0: That can't be true.
1: Uh, Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see Davies' post. Being, being, okay, never mind. No, he didn't do it. Field I mean, it was probably, I mean,
0: it was probably just like going up against a blocker and it just twisted the wrong way or- It just or snapped popped. off, Yeah, apparently. or just popped. Oh, John Mincy. Why, have we, why have we still not heard anything from uh, Aubrey Solomon yet?
1: That's a good question, John. I think about it nearly every day. When are we gonna hear about Aubrey Solomon? Just for a little comparison, Justin Fields was given, he was cleared like, I want to say in like May. February. Justin Fields was cleared in February.
0: And dumbass Tate Martell was like right behind him.
1: Yep. Tate Martell was eligible in March. Aubrey Solomon announced he was transferring in December. When I was on vacation,
0: I don't think about it every day, but I think about it once, like every three days. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's still a thing. Why the hell hasn't that gotten fixed yet?
1: Yeah, yeah, because like he might be the difference in a win or a loss. Because he could be like the difference between us having to play walk ons on the defensive line. It could, if he plays, John Mincy might not have to. No offense to John.
0: Look, the JYD needs a backup, so like Solomon needs to be cleared. That way, he could be the backup <laughs> to the JYD. He like, can't play every snap. Like, we, he's going to get tired. So, like, he's going to need a quality backup like Aubrey Solomon.
1: I want my, my interior do deep. I will not accept anything less than,
0: than the Junkyard Dog and Aubrey Solomon. That's it. That's what I want. D.V. at the Tackle, J.Y.D., Aubrey Solomon.
1: Like, I don't expect the uh, kid from Georgia that transferred that was a five-star Nigel Warrior's cousin, what's that, whatever his name. D'Angelo Gibbs. D'Angelo Gibbs. I don't expect him to be eligible.
0: I'm fine um, with him waiting a year, honestly. Like, I mean,
1: I am too. No,
0: no offense to him. Like, I'm sure he wants to get out and play, but especially he's playing receiver, right? So like, yeah, I think. We're going to need receivers next year. So, I am cool with him waiting. Like, we we got some, you know, some proven starters there. I'll be okay. I, but I, I would like him to be cleared, I guess, but like I'm not really worried about that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think about D'Angelo Gibbs every day. I think about him about once every 10 days. Because I, I remember that that's still a thing, too.
0: Yeah, like no offense to him. Like, I mean, if he wants to play, that's great. I'm sure he wants to get out there and prove himself. But, like, well, we got to get the big man. We need Aubrey Solomon.
1: We need Aubrey Solomon. Who's our, who are our defensive ends? Besides Daryl, who's are the defensive end besides Daryl Taylor?
0: I mean, Crouch. Crouch will be the outside linebacker that you know is basically the offensive the defensive end, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, wh- okay, let me rephrase this question better. Uh, who are our three starters that have a hand on the ground? Daryl Taylor.
0: Gooden is Gooden going to be starting?
1: Emmett Gooden. I mean, it's going to be the I, interior yeah, defensive man. lineman.
0: I feel like he's starting, and then I, I mean, I guess Solomon, right? I mean, if he's cleared, I guess
1: Solomon. Hub said one time, like last month, that if when Solomon is cleared, he is immediately a starter. Right then and there, immediately he is a starter. Um, I don't really understand. Hopefully, why Solomon— hopefully
0: he's better than Brandon Kennedy.
1: Hopefully, hopefully he's better than Chocolate Crowder. I hope it's not Matthew Butler. I hope Matthew Butler doesn't start. He looks, he looks,
0: he doesn't look big enough. Oh, Daryl Middleton. Yeah, I mean, Middleton. Hey, shout out to Marcus Tatum, by the way. I don't know if you saw, but he tweeted out he's up to 320 pounds. Man, he was like 220 last year. He, he was. I believe he was like 275 at the end of last year. So shout out to him. He put on some muscle or fat. We were he needed both uh, we of was, it.
1: We were starting a right tackle at 250 as a true freshman. He's come a long way. Shout out it's, to him
0: we love to see it
1: yeah so you know maybe we won't be woefully undersized i mean i'm sure chocolate cowder and ryan johnson will be smaller than whoever they're going up against but you know at least tatum won't be tiny compared to
0: his opponent i don't i mean but yeah are we going to be playing ryan johnson like is that still going to be a thing It'll have to be. He'll be like the sixth lineman. Okay. okay. Okay.
1: He can play too many positions, I think,
0: is the issue. Yeah. Like he's going to find his way on the field.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like because somebody will get dinged up and he can play
0: every single interior position. I go back and forth between whether or not I would just have rather like have nasty skill players and average linemen or average or nasty linemen and average skill players. And I'm including like defensive backs and skill players, obviously.
1: I'm going to go with the nasty
0: lineman. That's what everyone says. But, man, like, I feel like we had a pretty good line in 2012. The offensive line was obviously full of NFLers. The defensive line, I think, was fine. Like, it was, I mean, whatever. But, like, it was pretty, it was a pretty terrible feeling watching Florida just run past all of our skill players. Like, Prentice Wagner not being able to catch Trey Burton was a terrible feeling. Yeah. Watching Oregon just jet past us was a terrible feeling.
1: Was that 2012? No, it
0: was 2013, but it was still kind of the same thing with the lines. You know no, I mean?
1: yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I'm not arguing that. I was just trying to think about what yeah, you know that
0: was. Yeah, that was 2013 in Oregon.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want totally, like, is that, like, okay, if what if you have the, the offensive line version of Prentice Wagner at left tackle, but you have Julio Jones at wide receiver?
0: I feel like you are gonna come out better that way. Just having okay. Julio Jones. Okay. I mean, don't you like I mean
1: I don't know. I would think they would they would they could rush four every single play and drop eight
0: when you're not it, gonna be able to Wasn't Prentice Wagner like uh all American? Was he like a freshman all American? I think it was a freshman all American. Yeah, wasn't he a freshman all American then he was he was garbage. Yeah, he sucked. No offensive
1: friend. Yeah, if
0: he's listed, like, you know.
1: He's a VFL. He's in the club. Yeah, yeah, I mean, whatever. Herman Lathers was also a freshman All-American, I believe. I believe John Probst was SEC
0: freshman, All-SEC as a freshman. Remember him? I feel like Julio's still getting open. Maybe, I don't know. Against double coverage. I feel like in college Julio's still getting open. Especially if you have have... another good, you know, another good skilled player out there with it. You're
1: going to run a lot of tunnel screens. You know, let the defensive
0: lineman rush up the field and then slip it. Imagine, imagine uh, Julio Jones taking the top off the, uh, off of the defense to let uh, our guy Dominic Wood Anderson come through down the middle.
1: Swoon. Big DWA ready for that big year this year. DWA. He had, like, five catches last year, I think. People were really telling us he was going to be one and done. People were saying he was going to be one and done. He scored a touchdown against West Virginia.
0: He scored one against that, West Virginia.
1: That was one of Tyson Hilton's
0: best play calls.
1: That was to make it,
0: what, a 10-7 to game? Yeah, we were in that yep. bad boy at that point. That
1: might have been like the best drive Tyson Hilton had the entire
0: year, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, there was a couple against South Carolina that were good.
1: South Carolina, we look good. We look good against. We look good against Carolina. And I
0: mean, I feel like the play that got Austin Pope wide open for a touchdown was pretty good until he stripped himself of the ball. That's true. That was a beautiful play. He stripped himself, so I mean, like you know, that's, I'm not gonna blame Tyson Hilton too much for that. Um. I saw a stat that last year we had the uh, the absolute worst run game. It was something like 34% of our runs got to the line of scrimmage or got stopped in the backfield. Two-thirds. That's yep. it. You only, 67% of your rushes even passed the line of scrimmage. Not like had good gains, but just got past the line of scrimmage. Let's name our starters on the offensive line last year. Who started it last tackle? I have no clue. I have I have zero I have blocked out all of last year. Like whenever you asked who's starting on the defensive line, I was sitting here thinking like, man, I don't know.
1: I don't know either. The only reason I know Emmett Gooden is because I saw it on
0: Volquest today because he was one of their. I saw five him to thrive. I was gonna say I saw him post that he gained some weight too that he's ready to go. So like I, I did I do know his name. The defensive line I could piece together. Like if you told me to to name the offensive lineman without naming the two freshman All-Americans and Trey Smith, buddy, we're going to look like dumbasses, or at least I am. And this is even Chocolate worse Crowder. for me because I do – I mean, I got Brandon Kennedy. That's it.
1: Chocolate Crowder. Ryan
0: Johnson. I know that uh, that Colbert guy, they're excited about him, right? They are? Yeah. Uh, that Jahir Colbert guy whatever is his name?
1: I thought it was like Kajan Colbert. Kajan
0: Colbert, Jair Johnson, right? So I think it's Colbert. Jameer
1: Johnson started. Jameer Johnson started. But they're excited. They're excited about Colbert. Okay, well, that's cool. He might be the starting right guard. Like, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm excited about him too, then.
0: If we fact, can't... If we, I'm, 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 I'm looking. As Davey points out in the Discord, if we can't give them an acronym, we're probably not going to remember them.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean... um participation our starting line last year for the West Virginia game mind you at right tackle we rolled out Drew Richmond
0: okay I would have gotten Richmond we, we started out <sighs> Trey Smith at left tackle and we started Brandon Candy at center I, and then I mean guard was Ryan Johnson a, a starting guard Ryan Johnson at right guard and Jameer Johnson at Jameer left Johnson, guard. Right, so, the, so the Johnson brothers. I mean, I could have – Johnson and Johnson, uh, a legal team. Johnson to, and Johnson,
1: there a, we go. A legal
0: team to protect and serve Jarrett Garantano. It didn't go as planned, but it, it's there if it, if it would have worked out.
1: Our uh, ETSU, we started Drew Richmond at right tackle. Jerome
0: Carvin at right guard. Just give me Jerome Carvin. That's somebody who uh, people you know think maybe is good. Give me like the last game. Who started against Vanderbilt? This ought to be good. Yeah, give me give me Vanderbilt.
1: Okay. Our starting line against Vanderbilt was Drew Richmond at right tackle, Jerome Carvin at right guard, Marcus Tatum at left tackle, Jamir John Johnson at left guard, and Ryan Johnson
0: at center. So a couple of the names that you know made it to the end of the season.
1: So like We
0: got experience on the offensive line. Ten and three. Ten and three john broke his elbow mincy he's his elbow's healthy
1: now (sighs) 10 and 3 johnson and johnson that's so good that's so good i can't wait to say that all the time johnson and johnson just gave up another sack i did see jameer johnson has added a bunch of weight too which is good 10 and 3 because he looked small last year 10 and 3 so one looks small They're,
0: they're no longer small they're big now they're big boys Big boy season.
1: It's big boy season on the offensive line. Twenty
0: nineteen, your Tennessee Volunteers, big boy season. Ten and three. Uh, Ten love and to three. Love to hear it. That's, Ten and three.
1: That's the official stance of Reed's Ranch.
0: Ten and three. Ten and three. All right, let's get to some patron questions. Uh, for, before we do that, got a couple of uh, actually got a lot of new patrons. We got to shout out. This is a good week for patrons. It makes me happy because I know your your kids are going to be fed they're gonna
1: they're gonna be fed
0: new five dollar patron rob hawks shout out to rob we love you new five dollar patron bobby russell shout out to bobby we love you i think it's my man boobs i i know a bobby russell i haven't seen him in a while i used to live with a guy named bobby russell i'm, I'm hoping it's my guy boobs hopefully Shit. if it is hit me up let me know it's you uh new two dollar patron ben shout out to ben we love you new ten dollar patron hank allen
1: Shout out to Hank. We love you, buddy. I like Hank. He's a good guy.
0: New $5 patron, Ivan Motley. Shout out to Ivan. We love you. New $2 patrons, Danny B. Shout out to Danny B. We love you. Lincoln Lakeoff.
1: Shout out to Lincoln. We love you. Jonathan O'Dell. Shout out to Jonathan. We
0: love you. Britt Dillard. Shout out to Brent. We love you. And former intern Andrew, Drew Vradenberg. My guy intern Andrew. Love Andrew.
1: Shout out to Andrew. We love you, Andrew.
0: My family, thanks y'all. All right, let's get to some questions. You seen any that stood out to you? Let me go um, uh, back to the top. We had a lot of conversation yeah, I did, going. I did
1: from Brother Chad um, about pit bulls.
0: Oh God, is that where we're going to start? as pit bulls?
1: No, I mean we can we can start wherever.
0: Scrolling. I mean, we got we we nailed a lot of our uh, we nailed a lot of our patron questions for the mailbag. I think a lot of people use their good ones up. Uh, for the mailbag episode let's see Ooh, what are, uh, what are
1: your worst five what are your five worst vol football turnover, turnovers that you can think of the five worst
0: turnovers i can think of the five worst vol football turnovers the five worst all right so give me I mean, give me a break I'm not gonna put these in order just yet so i'm just gonna try to find five that stand out okay this is me personally this isn't obviously uh, in history or anything like that yeah 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 uh, the five that come to mind for me Josh Dobbs AM interception to lose that game. Mm-hmm. Uh Alvin Kamara fumbling against AM. Uh Jason Kroon letting the ball go through his hands against AM. <laughs> that led to an interception. Um No, but I'll go with the Dobbs interception against AM. I will go with the Pig Howard fumble. Yeah. Those two immediately jump out in my mind. I will go with the uh really I'll go with the Tyler Bray getting stripped by Jadavion Clowney. Okay. I don't know if that one will stay in the top five, but that one's the one that jumps out to me because I was really sad when we lost that game.
1: Yeah, I was there. It was an exciting game.
0: We were driving. We we, we I thought we were going to score and win.
1: Zach Rogers went off that game.
0: Let's see uh, what other ones come to mind. Um, Eric Ainge against LSU. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one, that one belongs on the list for sure. Um. Nathan Peterman fumbling in the swamp over and over and over again. Just kidding. Take that one off the list. Uh, Austin Pope last year was pretty painful. I also got to go. Like, like, are we
1: talking about, like, are we, like, to me, worst can mean, like, most painful. It can be just, it can mean just, like, absolute, like, clown shoes turnover like laugh track in the background of the sitcom like if that's da- the da- case da- austin pope is number 1 hands down austin pope is number 1 no offense to austin love if austin if you listening we love you
0: we we like I- you we don't we, we don't love you we like you you're you're cool in our book
1: <laughs> that's that's number 1 like nothing is even close to being as goofy <laughs> Is
0: that turnover was Close, and this one also makes my top five. It's close. Uh Carlin fills with me, running into Josh Dobbs <laughs> and stripping him from the ball against South Carolina as we are playing for an SEC East title. That's pretty good, yeah. That's that, pretty good. that has to be on the list. Like that,
1: that Alvin Kamara fumble after he ran like, he only ran like 80 yards of field, but it, it felt like he ran about 150 because he kept zigzagging.
0: That was awesome. That was an unbelievable play. So wait, okay, so let's 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 make our five. We got Ainge interception that cost us the SEC uh championship. We got I'm putting Dobbs on there against AM. I'm putting Philz and me on there. Um Pig Howard's fumble. And what's the other one? The 0-3 against Georgia. You're, you're mad about that one the other day, right? About the uh the fumble yeah, that was before half. Bad. That was that one bad. That one John
1: Jones, yeah.
0: I feel comfortable with that being my list.
1: Dobbs interception against Oklahoma in overtime. I had forgotten about that.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. I, I didn't I had, remember how we lost that game.
1: I had totally forgotten about that, that that is how we lost. And it was it was a horrid interception after he looked so good in the first half.
0: That game makes me sick because I, real, cause I, I don't like Baker Mayfield. I know everyone else just loves Baker Mayfield and thinks he's so cool. I don't think Baker Mayfield becomes a thing if we don't fall apart in the fourth quarter. They had three points in the fourth quarter. They were going to bench him and go back to Trevor Knight. If they if their if defense keeps holding them down and they scored ten points that game, you probably would have had a lot of Oklahoma people saying, you know what, let's go back to Trevor Knight. You disagree or something? I don't know. I don't know. They scored three points.
1: I don't know. I mean, he seems pretty damn good. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does, but at the time, he was nothing.
0: Well, no, he was he
1: was good as a true freshman walk on at Texas Tech.
0: I mean, as good as you can be as a as a walk on at Texas Tech with Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, yeah, well, sure. I mean,
1: guys, there's a couple of quarterbacks in the NFL right now that have turned out pretty good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. playing for shitty little Texas Tech. I mean, I yeah. think he would have been good regardless.
0: So if he leaves Texas Tech and gets benched at Oklahoma, this all would have worked out. He'd be the number 1 pick, is that what you're trying to tell me?
1: No, I mean I I, I think don't give that me even if they on, lose that don't, game. Don't,
0: don't, I, I don't think even, even get me started on Cliff Don't get me started on Cliff Kingsbury. Like it's inexplicable that 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 Patrick Mahomes wasn't the runaway number one overall pick. With that arm strength, like don't give me credit. Don't give Cliff Kingsbury credit. Like Patrick Mahomes is just a freak. If he, yeah, goes, in, if he goes anywhere else in the country, he's the number one overall pick. Like he wins a Heisman.
1: Well, I mean, it's worked so it's worked out for a couple guys to go play at Texas Tech for old cliff i mean i think baker mayfield would have been good regardless like i i don't know that the game against ut I, I assure it's it was a springboard it was the catalyst but like even if they lose that game i think he's gonna be all right
0: yeah i disagree i, I think if he doesn't get that game under his belt early uh cocky baker mayfield has to reassess things
1: okay that's a that is a strong take, John, from the guy that didn't he break Peyton's rookie touchdown record. Do you think I
0: care about that?
1: I don't know. Oh, well, speaking of, you know, you know what well, I was doing? There's you know no way he
0: broke Peyton's rookie record. How many touchdowns did he throw? Uh, Maybe he did. It's a pass happy league, I guess. He uh
1: yeah, he broke the passing he he broke the rookie passing touchdown
0: record. Well, you know what he didn't do? Win rookie of the year? He did not. Who did? Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. So, Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, can't even say what Vince Young said. So, he can have that little record, but he didn't win Rookie of the Year. Okay? So, I was listening. I was watching. um, I can't wait till the Titans shut down Baker Mayfield week one. Let me introduce you to uh, Kevin. Let me introduce you to Kevin Bayard, my friend. (laughs) Best safety in the league.
1: So, have you seen that show on ESPN that's about gambling? It's like thirty minutes long.
0: No, I haven't. What is it? I saw that guy. The only thing I saw about that was that guy was like one and two on his first, like on his last three picks, or maybe his first three picks, and like he was like doing like minus three hundred money lines in baseball, and he was still one and two, which is very very bad.
1: I don't know. It's it. It's called the Daily Wager. And I was watching it tonight, and it's hosted by this guy named Doug Kazarian. And they all went and they gave their picks for the NFL season. One guy, he picked, uh, he was going to bet that he was going to take the under, and the Cowboys win total of 10. And then the host proceeded to just casket shit all over the Tennessee Titans. It was obscene.
0: That's what everyone wants to do. And then we're going to go at least nine and seven like we always do. And then everyone's like, going to be like, this was, is a gritty I, team that plays good defense and has a good home foot advantage. This is, uh, find a new slant like Jerry I was like, Colangelo's. Where is this
1: coming from? Find a new slant. I was like, what is bringing this on? He said they're the worst team in the division. Which yeah, I don't know how you okay, can say that.
0: Okay. Okay. Look, love the guy. I don't even really love the guy. I don't really care about him. Let's recheck this. Let's revisit this in, in week eight when you realize that Nick Foles is your starting quarterback, okay?
1: Well, I just feel and like that you that's don't quite... and that you
0: don't have Doug Peterson calling the shots up there for him in uh in, in Philadelphia with that loaded roster. Let, let's revisit it. Who is Jaguar's coach nowadays? It's still what's his name, right? It's still Doug Marone. Isn't it? Holy shit. They're still Uh, trotting his old ass out there. I'm pretty sure Tom Coughlin did not fire him. Yep, he sure is. Let's see how that goes, okay? The Titans are not the worst team in the AFC South. That's stupid. I thought it was, too. Thanks, Seth. They're third third place, at least.
1: It just seemed a a little premature.
0: We'll see what happens with Bill O'Brien. I mean, they don't even have a GM. Like, It's been a disastrous offseason for them. What happened? I'll tell you about it later. We don't have time to talk about the Texans right now. Uh, Let's see. uh, G-Man, he's reposting this from his mailbag questions. We love G-Man, so let's go ahead and get this question. He wants us to answer this one. Okay. What's one Tennessee tradition you would like to change besides losing, and what's one new tradition you'd like to see them do besides winning? What's one of Tennessee's traditions that you would like to change?
2: Um, I don't
1: really know. None st- stick out to me that I don't like right now.
0: I'll be honest. I'm really over running through the tea. Okay, that's a bad, this is a bad take, John. I'm so no. over running through the tea. The marching band man running with his legs back, kicked up. I'm so over it. Let's John, end this, it. John, this it's is a over. bad take. This is a bad take. I'm just kidding. Come on. Love running through <laughs> okay. the tea. I love running through the tea.
1: I don't really know nothing that, like, no, there's nothing that sticks out to me that, like, annoys me that I think is
0: dumb. Wouldn't that have been such a take, though, if I was just came out here and shit running, <laughs> casket <laughs> shit running through the tee?
1: <laughs> it would have been funny. It would have been funny. Playing Alabama every year. There yeah, you go. That's a yeah, good one. Great job. That's the answer. Who answered that? Foster Palmer.
0: Thank Foster you, Foster. Foster Palmer. He's been, he's been on fire today uh, during this episode. So, yeah. Playing Alabama, let's get rid of that one. That Can we all come to an agreement on that? Motion to make that uh, the official stance of the podcast.
1: Like That is such a shitty tradition. That's the worst tradition in the world. That kind we of, play them every year. And there are people that, like, w- they, will, they would die before they would give up the third Saturday in October.
0: I'm kind of mad I didn't lean further into that running through the T thing and just really went with it. It would have been good. I was worried It'd we might lose some patrons or subscribers to the podcast yeah. people just unsubscribe on iTunes
2: <sighs>
0: uh, what's something you want to see them do I'd like to see them bring back uh, the rocky top clap clap first down chant that I really liked that <laughs> third bring back third down for what please
1: <laughs> I can't even how did you even remember that like, I've totally, I totally have just wiped that from my memory. And you said it like so nonchalant and just like it was no big deal. Turnover let's, trash can. I
0: forgot about that one too. Let's bring back when we get a first down, one side of the stadium chants Rocky and the other one says top. And then we clap, clap. Smokey's on the prowl.
1: <sighs> I apologize. I can't stop yawning. It's been a long day.
0: Sorry, I'm boring you. No, it's not that. It's been a very long day. Dan Taylor says, "With Hobbs and Shaw coming out this weekend, who is one actor you want to add to the Fast and Furious franchise, and why?" Well, who is was good, your answer? This is a good question. Okay, well, my snap reaction was Keanu, but I was like, "Hey, you can't do ke- you can't do fun. Keanu because you know he has his whole thing now. You know, like yeah. you can't go yeah. from John Wick and also be in the in the biggest movie franchise. It feels too easy." Yeah. Um. So another answer I came up with. Um. He, uh jet Li. yeah I, I I miss jet Lee I feel like jet Lee's got one more classic in him
1: <laughs> yeah plus jet Lee Li could like
0: revenge Hans death right no like, I, I'm gonna imagine jet Lee is gonna be a bad guy now maybe he does like stay film and he becomes a becomes an ally because they're just won over by the charm and the grit of the of the crew yeah my other I miss answer Han. my I miss other Han. yeah yeah my other answer uh that came to my mind was uh Tom Hardy. Okay. He hasn't done much lately, has he? I mean, not since Mad Max really, right? I mean, has he done anything since Ma- I mean, has he done anything significant since Mad Max? I, I don't it doesn't seem like it. Um he's he, he fits the criteria, big meathead.
1: Huge oh, Dunkirk, name. I'm sorry, Dunkirk. Uh the Revenant
0: yeah he's in The Revenant but that's, that's been a while ago now like, The yeah, Revenant was like 2014 yeah I was going to say
2: 2015
0: or 14 damn I mean he did yeah. Mad Max in 2015 I was thinking he's since Mad uh, Max he's playing the oh, he, he did that shitty uh, Venom movie
1: yeah that looks so bad another com- another shitty
0: comic book movie those were the names that came to my mind yeah Tom Hardy Tom Hardy would be good all right, you got anything else? I got dinner ready. We did a we did a whole patron mailbag question. I'm gonna have to ask all these questions today. I'm exhausted, man. I'm about to fall asleep. All right, let's go ahead and end it then. Sorry Thanks. for all the questions we didn't get. Um, I'll try to go through the thread and answer any of them we didn't get. We'll put it, you know, we'll at least give you an answer. Not not ignore your questions. My kid's been keeping me up late this week, so uh, understandable, understandable. Get you some rest. Tell Junior I said hi and that uh, I look forward to seeing him soon. I love y'all. I love all the
1: patrons. I love all the new patrons. Thank you for supporting us. Um, I cooked chili this week and it was good John wouldn't have liked it but it was tasty
0: goodbye Seth have a good night my friend
1: love you buddy peace
2: All niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat, and all y'all ain't got nothing on me. Ooh, not one of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat, and all y'all ain't got nothing uh, on me. Okay, put your fucking hands up. This the fucking anthem. because 'cause I'm young, rich, black, and I'm handsome. Not to mention wealthy, ass on the healthy, young millionaire. What the fuck can you tell me? Smell me, nigga. That. Chanel cologne I'm in Europe With the tourists When no sell your phone like, like ooh Sound like rich nigga problems I hit the bad bitch With a fist full of condoms In the randomness Of risky menages Like get the head right She can get when she want me the to spits Then flaunt it My drip like a faucet She told me she was pregnant I ain't even take The motherfucking dick Out my pocket yet The opposite She want me to fly her So I cop the jet Must be thinking I'm a one way Ticket on a runway Dripping in my feng shui Sipping on a Sunday. One of y'all niggas Gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. Ooh, not one of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas at the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. I bought a Montclair coat for the times where it broke. I'ma wear in the summer on the Bronje. Front row. Duh, bro. We don't sit on those bleeds. Ancient pockets obese. They won't fit in those seats. And we like a cold team. Nigga Shack and Kobe. Like back in 03 I was only like 6 I was like 16 But I can give a 16 I can make a bitch scream That's a bit extreme I got a thick ball, bitch I call her Miss Clean My trip frosty like Halls and the Bean all stars You hardly six strings Yeah I had the ball hard To harvest these dreams Swear to God me too to No Harvey Weinstein The coupe was lime green My wrist was blinding We party in South Beach Ferraris and blue cheese Fuck does that even Nigga, mean just let the hook sing Only y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me I got two Two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat, and all y'all ain't got nothing on me. Ooh, now one of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat, and all y'all ain't got nothing on me.